And Ryan, Ryan Harrington, how you doing, man? Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I'm good, mate. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Now, I wanted to get you on, man, because what you've got going on right now is something a little bit a really special, something that I actually haven't seen before. Uh, because when on this podcast, you know, I always like to talk to personal trainers. I love to talk to fighters. I talk to nutritionists. But what you've got going on in your academy is something really different to what most people go with. So let's just uh, open up, man, this podcast by like giving, sharing to the audience what it is that you're doing and how you got to this point. Yeah, 100%, man. So like my, my business is called That Geezer. And essentially what it is, it's a, I have an academy called That Geezer Academy. And essentially it's to help men be high performers essentially with different cornerstones of what we look at in terms of success and health and fitness and really look at different ways that we can give men the tools and community to succeed in essentially whatever success means to them because I believe that success is subjective what you want is completely different to what I want based on our own values beliefs upbringing culture um, values so there's a, a spectrum of different things that we value but essentially the cornerstones of what you need to be successful are sort of universal. So we look at life vision. So essentially, where do you want to be? What does your life look like? What do you want it to look like? We look at your nutrition. How are you fueling your body? We look at your training. How are you building your body to operate from a place of energy and confidence? We look at your lifestyle. What is your lifestyle like? How is your lifestyle optimized for you to succeed in said goal? Look at your mindset. Obviously, mindset is absolutely huge. Have you got the right mindset to succeed in your goal? We look at personal finance and wealth because personal finance and wealth is a cornerstone which people often overlook, which is massive for our success and essentially happiness and security. And then we look at business, career, entrepreneurship, essentially your, your health in that sense because that's where you're going to get, that's where you spend the majority of your time. So it makes sense to make sure that's aligned with your values and aligned with your beliefs and something you actually look forward to going to each week. And it actually called creating an impact and contributing and actually building something that's fulfilling to you. So it's looking at the whole spectrum of essentially becoming that geezer who you want to be. That's where it's, that's where the sort of idea comes from. Now, I just want to ask you, Brian, whereabouts are you from? Because I'll tell you something about myself. I grew up in Romford, which is in East London, and I came out here to Perth, Australia and Perth when I was like nine. So when you yeah. had that tag for that geezer, I'm like, this man's got to be from England because every time, that's not a word I actually throw around to uh, Aussie, fellow Aussies, because they're like, what the hell are you talking about? So, <laughs> yeah, you've lost your accent, haven't you, from Romford? Yeah, man. Honestly, my it, I, oh, I, I tell people when I say I've known people for years, and they say, "Oh, yeah, I'm from England." They're like, what the fuck? You don't sound like you're English. I'm like, I know. It's something yeah. about it's something about accents. When you come to a different country, I think they say before a lad uh, hits puberty, he can lose his accent during then, and then yeah. but if you come here after puberty, your voice is pretty much like established. So yeah. it's. It's gone, man. That's long gone. Yeah, it's long gone. But the good thing about that is that you can you can understand both cultures. Australians and English people, very similar, some very similar beliefs and values. It's just you get much better weather over here. That's the only difference. But um, I'm from Brighton in the UK, which is down south. 
So like near about an hour away from London, straight down. Oh, nice, nice, man. So, so tell me about that. How did you make the, the transition from living in the uh, living in Brighton to living in uh, what is it? You're over in Sydney right now. Yeah, Sydney and Bondi, mate. Bondi. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was when I was about sort of nineteen. I was completely lost. All I cared about was going out, partying, drinking. I was on the books for Brighton Hove Football, Brighton Hove Albion Football Club when I was sort of when I, on the books when I was sort of like 13 to 16 and I was playing for Sussex at cricket as well so I was on the books for two professional clubs at the same time and then dreams of being a professional footballer dreams of being a professional cricketer that got taken away from me at the age of sort of 16 both of them quite quickly um completely lost my way as you do it's the age when you start drinking partying getting into things you shouldn't be getting into and so I was completely lost. And then I had the opportunity to go traveling. So like, it makes sense to me to just go see what's out there. I'm not making any progress here. Came to Australia and absolutely loved it. Loved the lifestyle, loved the weather, loved the people, loved the opportunities that are here. Because of the visas, I had to go home after a year. I'd done banana farming. So I worked up in Innisfail on a banana farm for three months, which was interesting. Went home for two more years and then came back out with the intention of building a life out here, essentially, which was, it's been tough. Like there's a lot of obstacles and barriers and you're obviously on the other side of the world away from your family, but it's been fantastic, mate. It's been an absolutely fantastic journey and I've learned more about myself and changed as a person from being away from home, being out of the culture that I grew up in to make my own decisions than I ever would have done at home, man. Yeah, I, I totally understand where you get coming from there because... The situation was with me and my family was, uh, I think I came out here into Australia when I was nine. Uh, and, you know, we it was like a little family trip and then we decided to make the move. Uh, and I was obviously still very, it was easier when I was back then because I was still very young at the time, 23 now. And then like looking back at it and given at this current state of like, you know, COVID that we're in, uh, obviously over it's it's pretty rough it must be pretty rough for you guys over in Sydney but right here in Perth it's we're so fucking lucky because we we haven't barely had any cases and the whole most of the state is vaccinated now whenever people are on the side of vaccinations or not WA like is the place to be and then I look back at home in England and how awful it just affected everyone back there it kind of put things into perspective now, uh, anyway, just, I wanted to rewind the clocks a little bit, man, because it's uh, very rare these days I get to talk to someone as well who's from England. So what football team did you go mm-hmm. for when you... What te- sorry, what football team do you support? Leeds United, mate. Leeds, Leeds United. So I was playing... Yeah, so my dad's from Leeds. And if you're, and if you, if you're a Leeds fan, if, you're, if your dad's from Leeds, you don't have a choice. Yeah. That's the way it is. That's actually true, man, because... One, th- uh, I'm a West Ham United supporter myself. Like it's the same. If whatever your dad, my dad, my uncle, the mad West Ham fans, like y- you have no choice. And if you are, uh, it's a different culture. Like if you support a different team to your family, like you, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna get the shit. It's a big no no. It's yeah. a big, it's a big no no. I would, I would have been out the door. Yeah, I would have been out the door. <laughs> Yeah, true, man. So now that you've got your company going on, you know, like, what would, right, how did you decide some point down your life, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to help other lads, other geezers get in shape or fix their life on track. Yeah, so 
I went through, so when I left, so when I got released from football and cricket, I had no passions. I had no, nothing that I enjoyed apart from partying. Like most, like most young lads, going out, chasing girls, drinking, taking drugs, the whole lot to the point where seven, seven or eight years down the line when I was, till I was 24, I got to about 113 kilograms, like I nearly like 19 stone. And it just shattered my confidence. I had no confidence. I was insecure. I had no self-esteem. Very fixed beliefs about what I could achieve, what my opportunities were in life. And finally got to the point, obviously you have, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom for it to get to slap around the face. You'd be like, sort your shit out, mate. Sort your, time to you sort yourself out. Got my own coach um, and started reading. Started reading in... Like personal development books. I was like, well, now I'm I'm on that journey of growth. I'm getting results. I'm moving forward. And started reading and realized that there's a lot of stuff in these books that no, not many people read. I was the only person in my friendship group that people I knew that are reading this type of books, but the wisdom in there has changed my life dramatically. It was changing me as a person, it was changing my perception of the world, of myself. And I just when I finally came up with that geezer, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, bang, this is what I need to do. I was lost for a long time. I was like, this is what I need to do. I want to be able to travel the world through helping people. And this is the answer. This is cultivates all of my experience of going through, living the life of a geezer, not really caring about anything, having fixed beliefs, to overcoming massive hurdles in my life, completely changing the way I see myself and the world. Now it's time for me to give back. Now it's time for me to help other lads who can, who are in facing problems that I faced, having the same mindset that I face. And it's my duty, my purpose to give those guys the information in a way that they can resonate with, in a way that they can be like, oh, that makes sense. I can implement that in my life now rather than thinking it's, all this woo-woo information, it's like, no, there's practical, tangible advice that you can implement, implement now that is going to propel you forward and get you out of that rut that you're stuck in. And essentially what I want to do, I love personal growth. One of my highest values is my own personal growth. So essentially what I get to do now is learn about the stuff I love learning about and deliver it to people that need that information but, don't, but won't be able to hear it from anyone else. Yeah. Because it's so blow, so blocked off to them and it just doesn't resonate with them as a lifestyle. And it's more like you can enjoy yourself. You don't need to give up the things you love. You don't need to stop going out with a lad. You don't need to give up the food you yeah. love to get in shape. It's all a case of understanding what you need to do, getting clear on what you want and building that into your lifestyle with a long-term mentality of the sooner I start, the sooner I'll get there. I'm going to fail, but I just need to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. essentially that mate that honestly that puts the whole thing into perspective because what you said earlier on about uh you know uh, you don't have to give up the things you love because as a personal trainer myself and you know he even though it's more so much more than just giving you know fitness and nutrition advice i'm always always asking so what's going on in your you know what's going on outside of here that you enjoy the most and I had this, uh, I don't really point names, but it's usually a lot of young lads such as myself, you know, they really enjoy those nights out and they're like, oh, fuck, you know, I don't want to stop going on nights out. 
because I, you know, enjoy it so much, but I know it affects progress. Here, I'm like, well, I never said you had to stop. But one thing you've got to do is you've got to moderate it. It's so much more about balance. Like, it, you don't have to, like, bloody go out every weekend and just go absolute, you know, balls to the wall. And you can do it, like, once or so a month, you know, and you, and you control it. And then they tell me, oh, I've only go out once every few months or once a month. I enjoy it so much more. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing I say to people in food. Like, in today's culture, you know, we're constantly, like, bombarded with you know things like you know was it fast food and sugar and you know all these unnecessary food like foods i say man you don't have to completely cut it out you just have to moderate moderate it you know and then that's what we talk about in moderation and that's pretty much all the way it goes down to go and now for me i also wanted to ask you about the self-development books because I too am a book nerd and I see some books standing like right there on your bookshelf right behind mm. you and all that. So let's, let's talk about that, man. Like what kind of books do you feel like really helped you? So just on that as well, I will touch on that, but what you said before about moderation and that sort of thing, I'll just touch on that really quickly. And mm. what I found is that what I help my clients with is really getting crystal clear on your values. Mm. Your values determine what you do. And it's like for lads that are sort of, 18 to 25, one of their highest values is going out. It's having fun. And so it should be. It Mm. should be fun. That's the age when you can have fun. But if you value your health, if you value your mental health, you value your fitness, your body, your body composition, it's a case of understanding where do you balance your time? Where do you make the sacrifices so that you can do all of those things and be successful in all of them rather than going out too much at the sacrifice of your health or focusing too much on your health and fitness and not having fun in the process. And it's all about getting clear on your values so that you can start living by them and enjoying the whole process rather than feeling you've got a void in different areas. Now, something I help my clients with the very first, one of the first things we always do is speak about values because that will determine how you can balance your life. So that's a tip for the listeners, get clear on your values then you understand what you want to do so that you can make the decisions based off what you want rather than being sucked into your friends asking you to go out every weekend. You'd be like, hang on, mate. Like, getting fit is really important to me now. Getting, getting my body is really important to me now. Like, yes, I will see you soon, but right now this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So that was something that will really help the listeners in terms of just finding that balance and understanding where do you spend your time and energy to essentially get what you want. But... In terms of the most important books that I've read and would suggest, the Think and Grow Rich is one of my all-time greats, all-time favourites. The principles of success, and the more you the the more you go into your personal development, you see these popping up, like trusting your intuition, surrounding yourself by people, having that belief. Obviously, belief is massive. Believing anyone that's starting any journey, especially on a fitness journey, like you know full well, you have to believe you're going to achieve that goal. Well, there's no point. Absolutely, yeah. And another one, Mindset by Carol Dweck, the difference between a fixed and growth mindset, and especially within a fitness industry, the fitness space, you go into the gym, you don't know what you're doing. You're not, well, how are you going to know what you're doing if you never stepped foot in the gym before? Mm-hmm. But... Everything can be improved. Everything can be stretched. Everything can be grown. And you can build on every single skill. It's just a case of 
repetition, repetition, repetition. I love, I love the principles within fitness and life because they're all the same. Show up, be consistent. Even when you don't feel like it, still do it. And then that's where the results come. Mm, 100%. Uh, there's one I wanted to actually ask you. Have you ever heard of the book called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? It's pretty much out there every day. You know, have you, have you read this one? First audio book I listened to that. Yeah, me too. First audio book. Me too. Because there's a point in it that is just really powerful that we've also spoke about in terms of values. It's just your life is defined literally by your values and uh that's or it's a metric of success like really shitty values which you talked about in a chapter things like pleasure you know it's the biggest false god that everyone like worships uh other thing uh a, bu- other, a bunch of other things but your life and also your values changes throughout the years like um you're not the same person you are when you're 18 you're not going to be the same person you are when you're 30s and your 40s and you want to actually, um, what is it, make sure that you're managing that in the correct way. And then I always tell, like, one guy, I think guys get really insecure about in my age is like, oh, you know, want to find a girlfriend or want to be with someone. I'm like, you know, focus, we're focusing too much on the face and what we see in person and all that. And I say, man, you need to sidestep that completely and find out what your values are and they align with her because at the end of the day, if you have two completely conflicting values and you have two completely uh, regards of how good they look, it's not going to work out at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. And and that is, and that's and that's it, mate. And like you said, for, like you said, values do change. Like an easy example is when you have a family, when you have children, that is a massive shift. Your mm. values completely shift because you're for the majority of people anyway that have a child. Their highest value is making sure that, that that child is safe and looked after. And it's like right now, we like I'm I'm single, I'm 27, I'm 26. Like, I don't have that now. So that's not one of my values, but it will be eventually. And it's just, and the thing about that is like everyone's are completely different. And there's certain things that you should probably you should you you should care about if you want to succeed, i.e. health finances you what you're feeding your body but on the same token is that everyone's different everyone is different if you that whatever you value is up to you no one can tell you whether that is good or bad or not but what that would allow you to do is that when you're navigating life when you go through periods where you aren't on your top form when you are feeling a bit down you can assess what you've been doing up until that point. Nine times out of 10, for me, my values are personal growth, building my business for for freedom because I want to be free to travel, health and fitness, community and contribution. They're my five. So that when I'm in a rough state or when I'm in a a period where I'm not myself and I've got the internal dialogue, I think I'm frustrated, I'm anxious, I'm overwhelmed, if I look back at my actions, because I'm not spending time in my growth, I'm not spending time in my business, I'm not training, I'm not eating well, I'm not seeing my friend, and I'm not helping people, I'm not contributing to people. And it's like, that's why I'm not happy, is because I'm not living by my values. Whereas when I'm reading, doing my personal growth, when I'm, when my business, when I'm doing well in my business, when I'm training hard, eating well, seeing my friends, and helping people, I am flying. I'm best, I'm best. I'm the most confident, energized, 
best person I can be because I am living by my own particular highest values. Mm. Very, and very that's well. Difference. That's a very, very well put uh, into perspective. So, if you could just repeat those again for me, the things, those five things again. You said personal growth. You said business. Yeah. So my my personal one, the personal growth. So that's becoming the best version of myself, becoming the growing as much as I possibly can while I'm here mm-hmm. into the person I want to be. Number two is building my business to give me freedom, and that's like geographical, financial. And time freedom. Like I, that's one of my biggest values. I want to be free. I want to live a life where I don't have to answer to anyone. I only work with the people who I want to work with. I can get on a flight anywhere and work anywhere in the world. Health and fitness, because I being at a point where I didn't, I wasn't fit and I wasn't healthy, and I understood the the void that that created in my life. So now, health and fitness is one of my highest values. Hence, the job I'm in. Community. I, I love being around my friends. I love socializing. I've always been a social person, seeing my friends, doing cool stuff with my friends. And then contribution, which is giving back, the importance of serving others and helping others and helping other people overcome certain problems that I can help them with personally because through service comes fulfillment. For you to feel fulfilled, you have to be helping other people. So they're my five. Okay, so personal growth, business, health and fitness, community and contribution. Now, that's really well and you got them now down. So one thing I need, I like to ask everyone really is like, how do you put that into practice? Are you, uh, do we have, like, how do you define like personal growth? Are you someone who says, okay, I'm going to like read 10 pages each day or I'm going to work out six times a week. Are you, uh, like, how does... How do you practically put these uh, values into perspective? So I'm one of those people who's constantly trying to improve my improve my productivity, improve my routine, plan, constantly looking at the next big thing that's going to help me improve in that sense. So I love to read, but realistically, I am busy. So I listen to books. I have an Audible account and I've, I've done like 55 books or something now on Audible. So like whenever I get any chance, I go for a walk in the morning, every morning I listen to my audio book. Whenever I'm potting around the house, I'll either listen to music or I listen to an audio book. It's the same as reading for me. So personal growth is, that's where I tick off my personal growth. It's not even, it's not difficult for me because I love it. I love it. I love learning. Health and fitness is just making sure I train three, four times a week, prioritizing. I've got my own coach as well um, to hold me accountable to all those goals as well um building my business is easy for me now because it, it's my purpose it's my passion i love it so any spare time i have any time that i have i'm trying to build my business it, we've been in lockdown it's a bit difficult to see your friends but i've always been someone who has naturally socialized a lot um, and then contribution is just being aware of doing my best to help people with my nature of work. It's aligned with my nature of work. I've consciously done a lot of work and invested a lot of money into my own personal growth to get to the point where I'm at. It hasn't just come overnight. It's been a lot of time working on it, a lot of time spending the money, investing in coaches and mentors, sacrificing when I like working on weekends and stuff. So it's, it's just doing the work, mate. 
It's just mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me, the biggest thing for me, and it will come back to the book, one of the books I read, which has been so good they so good they can't ignore you. And it's about how to find your dream job. Um, and it was basically case studies of all the people in the world that love their jobs. And it's based, and it's a case of having a job that you like or you don't mind doing, <clears throat> get good at that while you're there. In the meantime, explore all your passions. And once you find something you are really passionate about, get as good as it as possible. And essentially that's the, and then go into that role until you can make the shift, essentially. So <clears throat> I've been learning in digesting, doing the work for a long time. And then finally, when I had the point of that geezer, it was like, bang, everything I've been doing up until this point makes sense to me now. It's all aligned. And then since that point onwards, there hasn't been a day that I haven't thought about it. I haven't sort of strived towards working to it. So it's, um, yeah, you just got to do the work, mate. What's your the way that you put it as well is, is a very, very well put. Um, one thing I'm always preaching to everyone is when it comes to, you know, uh, I've only been PT for a year, but when it comes to business, when it comes to fitness and health, and it comes to like everything you're putting towards, I always say, look, man, what are you willing to suffer for? Uh, it's the biggest question I, I ask everyone, you know, like, um, like one thing I, I speak to a lot of fighters on this podcast, mainly because we are a fighting podcast, uh, they, I, they always are telling me that they're willing to, you know, get kicked and punched in the face and tapped out just so they can be like one inch better. And it's not that different to business, you know, someone such as yourself who's not afraid to, you know, spend that, all that extra money someone who's, uh, just so you can get a little bit better and work with people and course, courses. So I feel like, again, that's, you know, values and choosing suffering is one thing that people need to make sure they get nailed down before they were willing to progress anyway um you mentioned earlier on that you're training you know three four times a week now personally because i am a personal trainer myself it's one thing i love to i love to talk about with everyone so can you just like walk me through what's your what's like your fitness goals you're trying to achieve right now you mentioned that you're trying to lose you say you were trying to lose a little bit more weight and also can you just walk me through like what's your workout split like yeah, absolutely. So I'm part of, so it's a funny story really, because when I started my journey, I lost, I lost 23 kilos um, in the space of about 14 months, got down to, I went about 247 pounds, 200 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Big achievement, started my business, and then all of a sudden started my business with all the stresses of everything, slowly fell into bad habits again. Mm-hmm. And it was, again, it's like life stresses, there's different values at different points. Put on 25 pounds again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back down to sort of six or seven pounds away from where I was again. So like what I've done, I'm part of a high performance coaching, men's coaching academy. So I've got a five day, five day split at the minute. So we've got a full body push on a Monday, full body pull on a Tuesday, rest day Wednesday, legs on a, no, sorry, full upper body push on a Thursday, legs on a Friday, then upper body pull on a Saturday. So right now my training is pretty intense at a minute, but I'm loving it. Loving having a coach, having someone that you hold yourself accountable for is a completely different intensity when you're training. And that's why the value of coaches, personal trainers, and it's, it's, 
until you can put yourself into a position where you hold yourself accountable to someone else, your intensity of training is a completely different level. And it comes down to ego a lot of the time. It's like, I've told this person I want to be this. I've told my coach I want to be a certain person. I've got to do it now. I've got to do it. I've got to put in the hard work. No one's going to do it for me. I have to do that for me. And it's setting intentions. Every session go in like, I know why I'm doing this. I am getting better. This session is going to make me 1% better. It's what your fighters say. 1% better every day. One thing I will point on what you touched upon before about the fighters and what are you willing to suffer for is a really good sort of perception that I try and instill to all my guys. It's like, you have to be fearless in the pursuit of growth. Mm. Growth is scary. Getting out of your comfort zone is scary. There's a lot of fear that sits outside your comfort zone, whether it's going to the gym for the first time, stepping into the ring as a fighter, starting a business, going on a journey of self-development. It's hard. You are put in situations that are very, very uncomfortable. And win or lose, on the, out, on the other side of that fear, it's the same result. It's growth. And it's the perception of courageously going after your goals with a willingness to be open to whether this goes the way I planned or whether it doesn't go the way I planned, the end result is still the same. I can still learn from that event, win or lose. So the only thing that I need to do is go straight through it. Listen to your fear. Listen to where you intuitively are scared of and go straight towards that because on the other other end of it is where you need to be and where the growth is. The 1%. 100%. That's well, yeah, I was about to say 100% correct. Now nah, hitting the head, hitting the hammer <laughs> with that one there. Uh, but when it comes to like uh, growth as well, I am telling people to, there's, there's two things I always say um, never rush it. Don't ever be um, in a complete rush to, uh, to you know, uh, what is it, level up as quickly as you can. Uh, one of the things that absolutely like, pisses me off these days is um it's because i do a bit of brazilian jiu-jitsu i mean i'm, I'm still a white belt um but the, it's the biggest process ever when people from martial arts i don't have to pick on anyone but they say oh i got my black belt in two years i got my black belt in three years because they went to some dojo and they're having gradings like every second month and it was it was an it, it does my brain in because a black belt is like 10 years worth of experience you know it's uh, roughly give or take. Um, yeah. And they say it takes like 10,000 hours of mastery and it takes or 10, 10,000 hours or 10 years of mastery to get, so to get to mastery. And when it comes to personal growth, I'm always saying, guys, look, it doesn't need to be big. It doesn't need to be huge. It's just a re- like something so small, something so simple that you can do each day, like, and then not trying to, What's the word? Not trying to completely, uh, like completely overdo yourself because sometimes I meet these people. They come in and they're like, "Yeah, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this." And then they take it all on too quickly, and then they get completely discouraged. They fall off and they never get back on. And then that comes into my second metric, where if you fall off, that the best thing you can do is the worst thing you can literally do is stay off, is not get back on, like. Uh, you, know, you understand okay that's my limitations okay there's still a little bit less you know and then that's like when it comes to you know uh 
things like food or things like drinking, you know, all of a sudden people might have this one bad day or this one bad weekend and they just go down this absolute spiral. I say it's okay to have that moment, but if you don't get back up, it's just, and if you don't get back on the path, it's just going to get a lot worse. Uh, so someone that you, and that really, you put that so much into perspective because you talked about losing 23 kilos, which is fucking huge, by the way. Uh, congratulations on doing that. Uh, and then you sort of, you said, you said you obviously focused on your business and that came back and now you've gotten back on it, which is important. So what's, what's, what's the goal now? Are you trying to go down even, so lose even more further? Or is there a specific like performance goal you're after? Yeah, so on that topic, so like it's like you say, it's like the biggest reason why people fail is overwhelm. Mm. Like taking on too much. And as a coach, our duty, our job is to minimize that change, minimize the stress. So we're like, okay, I know that you think you need to do all this at once, but the the one thing, the two, one or two things that you really need to do right now to get the most progress is A and B. And it's just focus on that, relieve the overwhelm, because that is the biggest reason why people fail, taking on too much stuff and essentially becoming overwhelmed and burnt out. And also on the back of that failing, it's like the only thing you can plan for is that the plan not going to plan. You are going to fail. There's no doubt about it. Something is going to go wrong. And it's, it's, it's like you said, the people who understand that, that see it as an opportunity to, to learn from, to then go back and learn from it and move on, they are the ones that succeed, not the ones who see it as a failure, but the ones who see it as a lesson. And so like, for me, that putting on that weight is the biggest lesson I've ever learned, ever, with business, life, and everything, because I went from a point where I was happy, I was confident, I achieved my goal, and then falling into bad habits, didn't hold that discipline, and went through a whole through period of, confidence issues self-esteem issues like all the things that i'd worked so hard to achieve slowly crept back up on me so like on reflection now that period of life is absolutely invaluable because it's never going to happen to me again because i understand the importance of staying on it and and you have to go through the experience sometimes to really learn from it so my point now i'm at a point where i'm training for a photo shoot because i've never got myself to the point where i'm like that is the best shape I could be in. Like for me right now, with my level of muscle mass, with my level of fat, with my lifestyle, with what I care about right now, with my values, now is the time for me to get in the best shape I've ever got in. I'm 27 on the 15th of December, and I've set myself a goal. I've got my coach. I've got my coach who's like, Ryan, we're going to get you there. We're going to get you there. And I'm strict. I'm hitting my calories to the T. I'm hitting my protein goals to the T. I'm training with intensity. I'm my training's going up. I'm doing the steps. I'm doing the runs. I'm, I'm on it at the minute with that goal in mind of I know that I need to get to this point for, for myself, for everything, and really push myself to the point where I've never taken myself before so that I can do it for my own pride, for my own ego, for my own self, but also to the point where I can say to, my, to the geezers, if I can do it, you can do it. Mm. No one is special. Everyone can achieve these things. You just need to get align yourself with the right value, align yourself with the things that are meaningful for you, put in the hard work, 
get someone to help you along the way because it's very hard, very hard to do things alone. And keep at it and try and believe in yourself. So like, I've got multiple reasons why I'm doing it, but that's essentially what I'm working towards in the minute. And I'm confident I'm going to get there. I'm flying at the minute. So I'm in a good space. That's um, that's really good to hear there, the whole photo shoot and all that you got. So let's uh, talk about that when you lost that massive amount of weight, that 23 three kilos. Like, can you walk us through what was like the process? Because, you know, there are people who are listening who might be on the same path. So they will probably be eager to understand how you did it. Personally, myself, I am curious too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my, I yo-yo dieted for years. I had no idea about dieting. I'd follow the quick fix, go all the stuff in social media, the four-week body shreds, the insanity workouts, intermittent fasting, keto, like you name it, I've tried it, right? And it was at the point where I was like, I can't do this alone. I've tried and tried and tried. I cannot do it alone anymore. And it was at that point where I was like, okay, how, what is going to be the most effective way? And it is going to be alleviating my decision-making and getting a coach because they know a lot more than I do. They have proved it over and over again that they know how to get someone in good shape. They know how to teach people. So the very first thing that I done was made the decision that I'm no longer going to think of a short, quick fix. This is my lifestyle. This is my life. This is my health. This is my confidence. This is everything that is important to me right now. My highest value at the time just getting in as good shape as I can. Got myself a coach, introduced me to flexible dieting, if it fits your macros. Taught me that you can still eat the food you want. You don't need to go on this restrictive diet. The more you learn, the more you engage, the more you follow and learn and log your food and understand nutrition. Follow my training guidance because you're going to build momentum by following a specific structure. Introduce me to progressive overload gamified going to the gym because i'm competitive by nature i gamified it like come on it's you versus you now let's beat the last set from last week Let, let's let's attack it let's go in with intention and then i just absorbed it all i just fell in fell in love with the learning process fell in love with being better seeing myself in the mirror change seeing people talk to me like bloody old ryan you're looking good how'd you do that learning about hearing conversations and i knew in in Intuitively, like, you're wrong. You've just read that in the paper. I know what I'm talking about. My whole Instagram page was following. I deleted all the people on social media, like all the, all the, all the like reality TV stars, started following inspiring pages, nutrition pages, all that sort of stuff. And then build momentum. It was all momentum. You start slow, you fail, you learn, you fail, you learn, and you get results, you get wins, and then you reach certain milestones. And I just became addicted to the learning process and addicted to personal growth. So it's just a, a really, like, really engage it. Don't half-arse it. Believe in it. Commit to it. Engage in it. Learn and embody that. But it was it was Atomic Habits, mm. actually. Have you read that book? Yeah. Uh, and the really, an audio book as well. Well, great audio book as well. Yeah. And the biggest part of that, one of the biggest things about it is, like, you don't have to wait to become the person you want to be. This person in your head, which is so far away, you can be that person now by making the decisions today. Every time you go to the gym, you're not going to the gym to lose weight, you're going to the gym because you're an active person. You are a person that goes to the gym. Not because you're trying to lose, it's not the end goal, it's, the, it's engaging in the process and becoming is better than being. You are becoming that person. I'm going to the gym because I am a healthy person. I'm eating well because I am a healthy person. 
I'm doing this because I am a confident person. And it's just that engagement of every step of the process and becoming who you want to be now rather than fixating on an end goal or weight or specific way you want to look in the mirror that is going to be so distant away and so far away and going to constantly leave you feeling you know, that you're coming up short. Mm. Yeah, it's correct. Like momentum is an incredibly powerful thing. Uh, it's really once, I feel like the hardest part for most people is just getting started. And when I remember reading Atomic Habits, he taught, I think there was a chapter about why it's so hard for people to start on a psychology and then, you know, staying on that path. And it's just like, comes down to just taking uh, something, making it so, like taking a big problem. Okay, so you've got the big, you got the idea of that you want to lose 23 kilograms, okay? Or you want to lose a certain amount of weight. I say, what is the easiest, most basic thing you could do every day to just get yourself on the path? For me personally, when someone's trying to lose weight, I just say, move more. What is moving more? Steps. Steps is like the easiest thing that I get everyone doing. Like uh, set yourself a goal of how many steps you want to do a day. Ideally, I like to try and get people to start in 10,000. And then I get them to send me a photo of how many steps they did at the end of each day. And then I put it into a little bit of a log and that tracks everything. And then what that does is over time, they have to commit to sending me the photo. Otherwise, then we'd have to chase them up. And then the best thing about being a personal trainer is like, uh, you know, you don't want to be rough, but you want, again, you want to hold them accountable. So, and that idea I actually got from a tote habits, like taking something, a bit, that's a big problem, breaking it down so small, it's a small habit. And then over time implements. And then that is how you build momentum. Uh, so what's the next thing I was going to say now, you've got all these lessons, all these life past experiences that you're pulling now into uh, what you call Geezer Academy. Now, let's talk a little bit more about that because before we uh, hit, before we hit the end of this, um, tell me, man, what is it uh, that you are looking for? So there could be some people in my audience who might be interested in this, you know? So tell me, man, I know we've explained it a little bit, but like what are specifically are you looking for and like what's your yeah. client clientele yeah essentially who who i love to work with and the best people that are the, who the academy is for it's for people who are who are feeling a bit lost it's for people who are probably carrying a bit of weight they're they're insecure they're not really confident they know that one of the biggest things in their life is the way they look and feel about themselves they could be in a job that they're not particularly fulfilled in it's it pays okay but it's, they don't they don't look forward to it and they the only thing that they really look forward to is going out on the weekend the only thing that they're really working towards is enough money to go live for the weekend and essentially that's because that's where i was at so the people who are best suited to the program are the people who have that burning desire inside and be like i want more i want to achieve more i know that i need to get on top of my way i know that having getting my fitness getting my energy and my confidence as a cornerstone is going to be so important for me but i also want i'm also not clear about really where i want to go with my life what i really care about people that lack that that vision of essentially where they want to go and it's people that are in a community where they don't necessarily have anyone to talk to they, they're, they're with their group of friends and their friends have got different values their friends talk about they still love their friends but like there's part of them that's 
started getting into the personal development world, started reading these books that they can't engage with people about because they're not reading them. And there's that slight difference where you need to be surrounded by like-minded people. And essentially the academy is a place where like-minded people, like-minded men of that sort of ambitious, but need that community, need that help in order to get there. And it's, it's a place where we can show your strength, but also show your weaknesses. There's no judgment. It's like, we all have the same problems, but we just talk about it so we can work through it rather than bottling it up and trying to be the big man and not talk about anything. It's like, this is a place where we strip it back. What do you need help with? Let's work it. What are you struggling with? We can help you with it there. And really build the cornerstone of, and the foundations of a successful life across all aspects. So like I said, getting clear on your vision, figuring out what you actually want, not what your mates want, not what your parents want, not what you think you should want, but crystal clear clarity on what you want to achieve from your life. And then we'll put a plan to get there. We'll look at your lifestyle, your fitness, your health. What are you eating in a minute? What's your sleep like? What's your hydration like? How do we start optimizing your lifestyle to get you feeling energized, confident, so that you can start powering through your days? Look at your mindset where it's, Where's your belief at? Where's your confidence at? What, what limiting beliefs are you holding about yourself right now that's, that's stopping you? What are you? How do you self-sabotage? What are you doing right now with your mindset that's stopping you from getting there? And as we progress, like personal finance and wealth, when you're, when you're chasing paycheck to paycheck, you can't see past next week because how our brains work and like psychology, it's like if you're scrounging around for money and you have no savings, you haven't got the ability to look further than your next paycheck because you're struggling to pay your rent. You can't, uh, you can't think at a different level where you can succeed. So like having that as a cornerstone will teach you, understand your personal finance, get that sorted out. And then obviously occupational health, where it's like, okay, you're in a job right now. Do you like that job? Yes, great. How can we get you pursuing that job? How can we get you smashing through the promotion, promotion, promotion and get you up the ranks, get your income sorted out. Or if you're not in a job that you like and you want to do something different, we'll figure out, okay, what do you want to do? Where are your skills lies? How can we hold you accountable to start hitting those goals? And it is just accountability as well. Holding you to account. Who do you want to be? And I'm going to hold you to be that person. You've told me who you want to be now. Now it's time to do the work. And I'll give you everything, every part of me, every single bit that I can give you to be successful, I will give you and more. But you have to do the work. That's a real, very well put. So if any of the guys actually listening out there, you know, uh, the, the next thing I just want to ask, man, is like, if uh, my audience would love to stay in touch with you, you know, they want to get involved with you, you know, they want to start working with you, how can they find you, man? Yeah, so best place is Instagram right now. So it's Ryan Harrington underscore that geezer. And I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. But yeah, just reach out to me. Like I said, I, I lo- everything that you're thinking right now, all the emotions that you're going through, whether it's confidence issues, self-esteem, negative self-talk, stress, anxiety, whatever it is, I can pretty much guarantee I've felt it at some point. And if I can't help you, I know someone that can. Awesome. Awesome, man. And one last thing before we finish to wrap this up, man, just wanted to say real quick, uh, you know, I believe you know you got everything great going on, man. Honestly, wish you all the best. Uh, this is the point where I just like to say: Is there anyone who you'd like to extend your gratitude to? Is there anyone you'd like to thank personally that's helped you on your road? Um, so I've never been asked that question before. Um, <laughs> but I'd say my parents, man. I'd say my parents. I've got a very polar opposite parents. They taught me some hard lessons, and they taught me the importance of 
being a good person, working hard. No one's going to give you anything from life. You have to do it for yourself. But make sure that you're helping people and being a good person on the way and hold your integrity to one of the highest things. Do as you say you're going to do. Be a good person and graft because no one's going to give it to you, mate. Very, very well spoken, man. Appreciate you taking the time. And uh, all the best with your work. And uh, hopefully, man, if you ever get a chance to come down to Perth uh, or I get to get a chance to go to Sydney or whatever, where these border, when Australia's borders finally uh, become a little bit more safe to travel, hopefully, man, we could do this in person rather than just over Zoom call. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Anyway, Absolutely, Ryan, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You take care of yourself, man. All the best.